It's the witching hour. The clock shows the time. The witches gather. Welcome to the House of Mystics. Hello, and welcome back to the House of Mystics. As always, I'm accompanied by... Tabitha. Brandy. Patrick. Lisa. Blaine. And tonight we have a... <coughs> we had Brandy choking. Uh, tonight we have a special edition on the podcast. It's Ask a Witch. Right now we are streaming through Facebook and through TikTok while we're recording the podcast. And we are going to be answering some questions from uh, our friends, followers. Uh, so if, if you, when you hear this podcast, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Facebook, so you can interact with us. Uh, eventually we'll be on YouTube live. Yes. Yep. I couldn't get oh. YouTube to work right guys to record appropriately. So I apologize. It's not up and yeah. running for tonight, but it will happen. So, um, the question is how do I does she get rid of How the program? How do you erase your programming when you are raised in a Christian background? Or a different religion. Or she a religious just, background. She said she wasn't raised Christian, but she probably was LDS or some other religion. So um, obviously this is not something that you can erase just in one day. One of the things that I do believe that helps, it's not to push it. It's actually to accept that you had some beliefs and not put an end to them but accept that that's who you were and now you are a completely different person when you are a completely different person it's kind of a rebirth right and again like i said this is not something that you're going to be able to erase immediately but little by little just like in the uh, in the religion that you were in try to learn read books join rituals find a community that you can actually have some sort of support. For me, it was about being grateful for the fact that I had gone to where I'd been because it showed me number one, who I, I mean, I was grateful for it at the time because it worked at that point, but then, <clears throat> you know, it showed me the things that I also wanted to change. It showed me what wasn't working anymore. So I was able to evolve and grow from there. So it was about integrating that as, it is who I was, but you know, that was kind of a launching point of, okay, now I get to be who I want without being told who I'm supposed to be. And what does that look like for me? In other, in other words, you got to find your freedom. Yep. So we have a question here. Uh, on um, this TikTok? Is, no, on, on, on Facebook actually is from Bernadine. Uh, oh, the question is for me. Vlad, uh, you work with ancestors. Do you have a permanent altar in your home? I'm not the only one that worked with ancestors. Brandy also worked with ancestors, <coughs> ancestors, but yes, I do have a permanent. And I think that is the biggest altar that I have. Yeah. It's the biggest altar that I have is my ancestral altar. Um, and, 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 and it has so many things and I want to keep putting on it, but I don't have space. <laughs> I think if you put any more, you're going to end up breaking the table. Uh, you're going to catch on fire. Oh, that's fine. Let the ancestor flame burn. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I do have. And we have one too. We have an ancestor altar. Yes. It's right by the front door. Probably my most worked altar. Yeah. We have one as well, but it was just recently done. So this year. Yeah. 
Okay, for those on TikTok, if you have any questions for us, feel free to shoot. Hey, Carla. Anything regarding witchcraft, conjure, Wicca? Uh, we make sure we say Wicca. Okay, it, actually, that's a good idea. Here. Let's kind of go through and kind of give a little bit of background <laughs> about our practice, yeah. just a little bit. I yeah. got a teaser. A let's bit. start. Let's start with Blaine. Well, I was raised Mormon, and um, I've actually accepted there are things there that I still hold true to me. Um, still there, and that will always be there. Please, no, don't, don't let it be the planet. <laughs> But I, I, I'm very drawn to Norse runes and especially herbs and crystals when it comes to healing. And that's mostly what I'm into. And we love you for that. Thank you. And I actually grew up in a household with a lot of witchcraft, but I did get into Wicca because that is kind of all that was available at the time. And I do feel like it does match my values a lot. So I get a lot of crap from everybody, obviously, my family here. But, we still um, love her. Yeah. So I, We love our Wiccans. I still, you know, I love Wicca. It, is, it was my foundation for witchcraft. But I am open to all paths. And I do love to learn. So I'm always learning about new things and new paths and the balance of light and dark as some people wouldn't realize you know, <laughs> Wicca is what do some dark stuff too. Really? Yeah. Really? You're not as dark as me, baby. Then you got me. <laughs> I'm, I love necromancy. I love uh, the studying the death and the dark sides of the things, I guess. Uh, so I, I just, it just, it makes me happy. <laughs> And he started out as just a witch hubby. And now look at him. I'm the damn witch hubby. Oh, darn Lame witch hubby. Witch. witch hubby. Darn, darn. Yeah, you should. You, you need to follow witch hubby. No. He does. Up. He does now. I oh, you do. do. You do. He does. Good, because that guy is cool. Uh-huh. That guy is pretty cool. I am not the yes, witch yes, hubby. Witch. You're a great witch hubby, though. You're so no, good at it. No, my wife is a psychopath. I, uh, yeah? I don't need, I don't need okay. to follow her. Yeah, she, we already day. have weird, weird things going on in our whole life. Okay. He's used to it. Yes. That's what makes you such a good witch hubby. Oh, I know. I come home to weird sh you stuff all the time. Yes, you do. Yeah. Do we have more no, questions? No. no. no, no okay. I don't see any yet. So mine is, I'm a, like I said, I'm a folk practitioner. It's very heavily conjure-based. Um, you know, I kind of, I'm really involved with anything to do with, you know, the earth or bones or roots of any kind, you know, that's my, that's my very big and ancestral work and veneration. Um, not, not any kind of high magic or anything like that. That's just not me. I like to get my hands dirty. Um, so yeah. Kelly that's why he comes home question. to weird shit. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go to the question soon. Oh, um, <laughs> so, uh, well, I I consider myself more traditional, uh, more uh, in the into the old ways. I I'm, I I do necromancy. I work with ancestors. I'm I'm Hispanic, just like Lisa, um, and I have a lot of brujeria. You are. Yeah, you are. Oh shit! Oh man, yeah. you're in the wrong place. <laughs> um, and and uh, um, there's a lot of brujeria or aspect of brujeria that I do practice and I, you know, that that I do follow. 
uh, among other things. I'm also a demonologist. So there yeah. you go. I was waiting for that one. My favorite. <laughs> what are you going to call? Black. <laughs> so I was raised Baptist, but then I became Muslim and I learned about four languages until I, right up until I um, went into paganism. So I'm an astrologer. I have three certifications now. Sorry, I'm looking at the phone. And um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It just if I want a spell done, I do it. I don't really base anything off on anything. Like I look into ceremonial magic. That is something that I can do very well because of planetary hours. But I also get my hands dirty. Okay, we have a, a question from Kelly Richard. She says, what does your spiritual practice look like on a daily or regular basis? I think it varies for me. It varies on, you know, depending on, I don't, I don't have a specific daily practice. I try to do daily things, but I'm also a human being that does not live up to that all the time. So it kind of varies, you know, depending on time of year on, you know, needs that I need to meet, but a lot of it is involving, you know, daily veneration of my ancestors and meditation at least and then going from there and also we, we we do a lot more on the different holidays too yeah yeah, yeah with it, we go crazy on different holidays so a couple of days we don't do nothing at all and then all of a sudden then everything changes and we have a whole bunch of stuff that we need to get done we'll do bonfires and um everything else out here well, and I think it's a lifestyle too, because like <coughs> for us, we don't like say, oh, we're going to do something witchy today. We're just like, we're sick. We're making a tea and we're like, oh, this ingredient to help me do this with my body, you know, this, <laughs> this ingredient to help me heal this part, make sure that every time that I put it into my tea, I'm saying, you know, that's going to help me. I guess that could be a spell or witch, witchy or witchcraft or whatever, but like, it's a lifestyle, you know, like you're just doing that. Uh, on a daily basis, everything that we do, like, you know, a little bit of meditation or like, you know, putting your herbs together for your tea or like even putting ingredients into your the food that you eat. Like, I think it's just everything, you know, it's just magical. If you want it to be, you can incorporate little things like that into your life. Well, then, like I'm driving and I'm getting frustrated, get, starting to get road rage, whatever else. I'll take a moment, breathe in, and oh, you know, do some chanting or whatever. <laughs> some drum singing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it calms me down, and I get on with it. I like metal music. That yeah. calms me down. Well, for me, I I agree that for me, like it's a lifestyle. For me, you know, uh, all the energy that I that I use during the day. You know, waking up for me is a new beginning. Uh, having my coffee, you know, I put intention in my coffee. Uh, for me, almost everything, you know, so my practice will vary. It's not the same all the time. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes my ancestors need to pull my ears. Yeah, like I think everybody. But uh, I think that is more <laughs> of a lifestyle than how it looks like. Because for you it might look a certain way, but for me, it's going to look a different way. We have another one that's sent from Chase that says, do you think I should start practicing spells? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
You know, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a firm believer, and anybody anybody can disagree with me with this, but I'm a firm believer that when you start doing witchcraft, you don't know doing witchcraft until you got spells. Witchcraft. It's the craft. Witchcraft. It could be candles. It could be incense. It's just your intentions. It's what you put into those when you light the incense and you light the candle, and what you're thinking and what you want it to do. And that is a, a small spell. And then there's some huge spells out there. You know, when you you know just do a spiritual bath, and you can even get more things going on. Yeah, so, and I, I have to say on this one, I know you. Yes, Not we yet. know you. Not <laughs> yet. No, no, no. He's a he's a little he's a little guy. So I mean, Who's that? I, no, this is my nephew. He's not no. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> go for it. Go for you it. Know. Learn how to protect yourself. Bonfires. That's the best start. Learn to protect yourself. So I do have some questions here uh, on TikTok. Uh, one question is 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 it is it possible to cross your spiritual currents? When working with other paths, can you mix the paths? Yes, absolutely. of course you can. Yes, that is how traditions of today were actually created because they were and all- And also deities. Yeah, everything is not streamlined. There is not a single tradition in this existence today as we know it that is streamlined directly from where it came from. No, yeah. Everything has grown and interwoven and mixed and mingled. Yeah, Bob. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Even Wicca, Gerald Gardner, like he traveled around to a lot of places and gathered different practices that, you know, he incorporated into Wicca. So even that is a mixture of a lot of different paths and a lot of different cultures. So I think that a lot of it has been meshed in together. Yeah, I'm going to give you my example. Uh, um, one, I, my, my matron goddess is, is going to be Hecate, right? That's one, right? But I do work with Santa Muerte. That's a completely different pantheon, completely different belief, completely different spiritualism. Then you have my ancestors that are more on the Taino Arawak indigenous tribes of the Caribbean, uh, completely different. Then I also, uh, from time to time, work with Baphomet, and that is completely, again, another <laughs> completely different pantheon, right? Freedom, freedom, my friend. Okay, Kelly would like to know, how do you celebrate the Wheel of the Year or other significant festivals in your tradition? You know, and a lot of those really are compatible with the ones that are, you know, celebrated anyway. Because you have Yule, <coughs> it's very close to Christmas, and a lot of people celebrate both or, you know, because they, you still have family that may only celebrate Christmas. So, like, for us, we celebrate Yule, but we still celebrate Christmas because that's what they do. Um, you know, even like Easter and Ostara, they're very close. You know, you can kind of celebrate them around the same time. So you can really incorporate a lot of the eight Sabbaths of the will of the year into, you know, the ones that we normally uh, would celebrate with others of different faiths. Yeah, yeah, I would agree to that. Yeah, a Christmas tree topper might be a little bit different than a star. <laughs> <laughs> if I get my, yeah, we my Christmas tree topper, it will be Darth Vader. Darth no, Vader? Sorry. No. Yeah, I knew. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Gnomes. We know. We, gnomes. Still, we even at our house. Oh my we God, still you guys have, the have them made the cutest little gnome. Yes, You've got to see it in the shop. We still have the angel on ours, and it's not a big deal. I mean, it's, it's, it's just what it is. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I think it doesn't matter. Uh, it's just what you end up doing and how you enjoy it. And 
if you want to call it stealing from a whole bunch of different religions, go for it. Everybody else has. <laughs> might as well use it up. Yeah. Now, we might be skipping around, but there is a question from Jesse Miller on here that says, out of everything you practice, oh, yeah, what skipped. is your favorite thing that you practice and why? We weren't there yet. <laughs> Oh, we weren't there yet. No. Oh, you're oh, jumping in. Yeah, and we, also have some, and we also so have some questions have... on TikTok, too. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You want to go go with TikTok? One and one? Go okay. one and one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Sorry. what are some of your favorite ways to water scry? I guess that question is for me. Yeah, Nobody I don't like else... water scrying. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, you, I do. You water scry? Yeah. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> so why is... You know, one of the ones that I like that makes it easier to connect, I guess, is wax in your water, like dripping wax when you mm -hmm. scry. That's one. Uh, I use two types. I either mix oils with it or I would just use my finger and I would just tap the water. You know, it kind of like connects me to the element mm -hmm. that way. But there's many other ways, you know, like Brandy said, <coughs> the candle wax in the water. Uh, you can even uh, uh, drop a kind of kind of like drop a rock. Uh, there is a combination of water scrying with pendulum that you actually move the pendulum around the water. Uh, you know when you're scrying, it's you know like so many different ways. Pepper, pepper's a good one too. Yeah, pepper. Lots of things. Yeah, there's many things. Okay, so Kelly wants to know how does your spiritual path influence your daily life and decision making. Uh, Who wants to take it? It influences at the beginning. I want to say that influences everything, everything, because, for example, we have a problem. Should I curse him? No, not worth it. And I'm joking, but I'm being serious at the same no, time. No, because it's always worth it to him. Yeah, but <laughs> but uh, our spiritual practice or in, in our in, in our journey influences our decisions in every way the way that we interact with people the way that we interact with our children the way that we interact with our covenant members with our clients with our friends it interacts in every way yeah because I, I go to work and i do construction i do remodeling houses uh, but i live on this i-15 and uh my daily thing is i just get in the car and i start thinking okay and then if i have a bad vibe or whatever I will literally not go in, man. And I, I've saved myself so many times uh, from not being in the 15 car pileup or a big snowstorm or a wreck that happened. And I just, I, I learned after I became part of this family that I, I can start believing in myself and I understand what I feel is something. So I need to start listening to it. So my daily practice is actually starting to listen to myself and enjoy you know, what, what my mind and my body was telling me. Yeah. So I have a question here. Is cleansing necessary? Uh, uh, if is cleansing of a divination tool necessary? It's I mean, when you first get it, no, go ahead. it just depends on the person. Each person may do their type, their cleansing in different ways. Yeah. For example, for me, you know, if I'm going to do a reading, uh either i like flick the deck if i'm using cards or like knock on the cards mm -hmm. for me it's kind of like clearing the energy of whatever was before mm -hmm. that would be one way uh yeah you can cleanse with uh for example palo santo or you can smoke your deck but 
does it is it really necessary it depends on the reading that you had if you had a reading that it was somewhat very 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 negative maybe you should or if you just feel like it's not working like it usually does for you try it cleanse it yeah. maybe it's funky yeah yeah i think if your gut tells you to then you should <clears throat> i mean if you get a tool for the first time i like to cleanse my tools when i first get them because <coughs> i don't know what kind of energy was put in there before yeah agree so you know i want to cleanse it if i first get it but also if you've used it for like like vlad said like a reading and you don't want the energy of that reading to go into the next one you might want to cleanse it so just you know if you feel like you should it's kind of like you use yeah. anything in life if you use a dish you want to wash it afterwards well if you feel like your tool needs cleansing cleanse it i think that the only definition to that i would be like constantly cleansing would be a pendulum mm. one of them at least well, and I agree well, with Lisa when you, oh, no, yeah. when you buy something from a shop, trust me, cleanse it first because yeah. I sit and I watch people play with all the things all day long, which is, there's nothing wrong with that, but you want to cleanse the tools that you get when you first buy them because people have sat and played with them and fondled them and done all the things. So definitely you want to have that cleansed for yourself. Okay. So Jesse, now Jesse, is it better to work alone or in your practice or with someone? Both. 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 I like both. Both. There are things that I'm going to do alone. There are things that I I do with Tabitha. <coughs> there are things that I will do with the coven. Uh it, it depends. You know, if there are things that I will do with a client, you know, like not in the same room probably, but it would be like, you know, I'm gonna be doing a spell this for you. And at this time, I want you at this time uh, uh, during the day, I want you to light a candle and put all your intention and all your attention to that candle while I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And you get different results. The more people you have in there, if they're a family and they're strong, your results will be way different if you in, in, you interact with other people. Yeah. If we are all centered <laughs> in the same energy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So I have another one here. Do you have a separate, do you have separate altars for ancestor? and recently deceased no no i don't they're the same thing they're our ancestors if they died and and they're a part of us then they go right <clears throat> on the ancestor altar and we 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 give them their fetish object like we have one that's from her best friend this family and we have a mountain dew on there because that's what's her favorite drink of all life and then my mother-in-law was on her when she died yeah it was on her and then her mother-in-law my mother-in-law the greatest woman in the world uh she loved uh family, this orange yeah. drink this uh orange crush and orange crush and so we have an orange crush on this altar that is just dedicated that will stay on there that's hers and then we have our cigars and we have our liquor and we have coffee and we have water and we yeah. feed them constantly so yeah our altars for every recently deceased and in ancestors from the past now now i'm going to tell you this at least when it when it comes to for example there's someone that for example died a week ago or a couple of days ago you know there's nothing nothing wrong with if you put them with your ancestors that's not a plan that's nothing wrong with it but you can also have you know uh uh you know a mourning uh altar that is for you to mourn okay I typically, when someone passes, I light a candle at that time or immediately when I find out to help them in their passing, which I continue to, you know, it'll burn. Mm -hmm. And then that is their basically entrance into my ancestor altar. Mm -hmm. You got any on there? Uh, okay, wait. 
Uh, uh, real quick while you're yeah, looking. It says, uh, Bernadine says she doesn't work with people that she can't trust. You need to feel comfortable with anyone you practice with. I agree. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's why the coven's so small. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's Sydney why there's only says, six of us. Yeah. Sydney says, any advice anybody. on how you can influence growing your creativity and talent? Also, hello, oh, everybody. Oh, I hello. have a good question here. Oh, okay. Good. If a spell is purchased and the buyer doubts the effect of it done won't work it won't, won't work, work it's gone it. it already doesn't even work it's not even really gonna work that yeah. is that is why uh a lot of us practitioners when we are going to do a spell we kind of choose if we want to do it with mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because if the person is a very doubtful person their doubts are gonna nope, they're gonna it. block the spell yep yep oh yeah and if you have to believe in yourself if you're doubting something and you can't and you you can't feel like you can complete it then you might be doing something wrong no no it's, it's when they buy the spell yeah because they're not actually doing it yeah so you know usually when somebody buys the spell is because they don't feel that they're capable of doing it well and that's why i say know your practitioner know who's doing it for you because if you know them mm -hmm. you're going to know that you they can do, trust the, the practitioner <clears throat> exactly yeah i wouldn't go and trust a mechanic that I hadn't talked to fairly well first. Yep. You know, same with a practitioner. Ask them the questions. So for those who are on TikTok, remember, we are not doing uh, psychic questions. We are doing Ask a Witch. Ask a Witch, yes. Okay, so Sydney wants to know on how she can influence growing your creativity and talent. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A little bit of water, some plant, <laughs> soil, stir it all up, and then seed it really I, good, and then you got I it. I think it's a matter of doing that. Like, honestly, I I craft a lot for, you know, what I do for work. And it's um, I sit actually under my altar. I, you know, put my candles on. I put my incense on if I need to, I and that. I get inspired. You know, sometimes I put the right music on. Oh, meditation that, music. Oh, yeah. And that helps me get in the mood, you know. Um, I might, you know, watch something to kind of get me inspired, but it is just a matter of allowing yourself to have the right setting and then just going for it, you know, diving into it, um, start doing whatever your creative heart tells you to paint, craft, do what you do and just, uh, surround yourself with the things that make you feel good while you're doing it. Uh, I want to say we all, oh, go ahead, babe. No, go ahead. Because you haven't said well, almost you just nothing. You did a bunch of creative stuff. Maybe you when should share. When it comes to astrology, if you want to tap into your creative side, you'd want to look at Venus and you'd want to look at your moon. If you would understand the placements that they're in, it can help you. So I was going to say, there's always a song that makes you feel witchy. Always. And no, it's not the song from Charm. <laughs> it's not. Okay? Not at least for me. What's anything that? The, 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 the series Charm. I know, but what song? What song I, don't, I don't remember that song oh, right now. Oh, now why did you even mention it then? No, no, sorry, sorry. Sorry. But, but I gotta say it because Go we, to the just corner. Went, we just went and saw these guys in concert. Anything high lung is, is incredible. Yeah, but yeah. It just no, oh yeah. But you know, find your core. By mean is there's always that is oh uh, there's something that is always going to resonate with you and it's going to make you feel that feel good mm -hmm. you got to learn to identify that so how do you go into that inspiration and creation mode understand what triggers that in you whether it is a muse uh, a, a song music sounds 
killing someone. I'm joking. Uh, oh, no. But, no, but that's anything. great. <laughs> but anything. Okay? Dark side. <laughs> so I do have I a very good question here. Oh, I can't ahead. answer that one because I'm not creative. So that I'm out on that one. Well, one thing I would want to say is also whenever you're first going into it, don't think you have to be perfect the first time. No. That stops me right now, and I'm learning not to do that. And and you grow from that. You start here and you start growing. Don't think it has to be perfect. So, yeah. That's true. And go. So we have a very good question. And the question is, not all ancestors were good people. How do you prevent them from your altar? You don't have to invite them. You can specifically invite everyone but them. It, like, for example, I have recently learned that in my history, I have people who were um, Native American as well as people who murdered, raped, and killed Native Americans. So I have a struggle in that aspect. Um, you know, so I have to be very cognizant when I go to my altar of who I call forward and who I'm ready to work with if that makes sense, or what I'm ready to address. Yeah, you got to understand that it's your altar. It's yours, right? <coughs> you invite your ancestors that you want. But that being said, I also want to clarify something. Um, within my ancestry, you know, you, you can even look at it I, in my D, see it in my DNA. Mm -hmm. I have Spaniard. And I also have Black. And also I have Arawak, Taino. So I have... And ancestors, I have ancestors that were slaves, and I have ancestors that were slave owners. So that kind of like, you know, goes against each other. But you need to recognize that even your evil, bad ancestors, those malevolent ones, play a part for you to be here. Absolutely. Exactly. Okay, that doesn't mean invite them to your altar. That doesn't mean honor them no that doesn't mean try to heal your ancestors that's, because impossible. that's impossible but through you through your actions your heritage your line your ancestry can be healed but not your ancestors correct that's a that was a great question that was a really good question and if the, you know who they are you can specifically not call them you know, you can call others besides them. Yeah. Work with the ones that work with you. I don't know. Hello to well, everybody on TikTok. Hi, Jennifer. I don't know. I have it. My mother's on my ancestral <laughs> altar, and I don't know. Sometimes I don't want her to be there, and sometimes I just I'm okay with her being there because yes, she was my question. mother. But she was an evil woman. She didn't mean to be. No, she just was. Oh, the song is How Soon Is Now by the Smiths. The uh -oh. one from uh -oh. Torn. Who's got the phone? About? Somebody go. Google. Hey, yeah. that truck driver sent me that song about the goat. That's it. Right? Say hello to him. Hey, I oh. loved it. It was Gordon. Yeah, was Gordon. Gordon, Gordon. When, when are you coming to the shop, sir? No, man, I, I, I recorded it and put it on my Spotify, and oh. I have listened to it every day now. It's <laughs> actually a really good band. I'm loving it. Okay. All right, who else do we have? What other so, questions? So we have here, without again, <clears throat> um, does it still kill the spell if it is only a brief or not permanent doubt? Mm, no. 
I mean, because you can exactly. restart okay. it. If you, if this you don't, is, you know, you can restart it. Too. Yeah, well, at least the way that I do things with, with, with people, uh, I always tell them, okay, so it's okay to have doubts, whether I'm doing the spell for them or they're doing the spell themselves. It's okay that a doubt can come in, come in. You, you just need to refocus. Like, okay, acknowledge the doubt. Okay, yeah, I had doubt, but I know that this is going to work. Yeah. I already mm -hmm. know it, right? Because it's impossible. We are creatures of habit. And when we want something to change or we are trying to do something for a change, uh, we tend to doubt it, that, that the change that you want is coming. So it's okay to have a doubt as long as you refocus that doubt. Correct. And I mean, the bottom line, if you want it to work, you have to believe it. Or you have to believe, again, in the person doing it for you. Don't stop believing. believing. Hold on to your feeling. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys put leashes on me? Uh, where the hell is you my leashes for you two? Oh, you guys. Oh, you ain't been able to leash me in years, honey. Yeah. Where have you been? No kidding. <laughs> I can't even find handcuffs for you. <laughs> stop it. Oh, yep, yep. Oh. We're going there, huh? No. No, we're not. No. No, we're not. No, we're not. I only had a moment break. A moment where the leash nope. was off a little nope. bit. Dang it. Uh, do you have any questions on Facebook? I have none yet. Y'all, okay, so what you I got? Have, I have another one here. Another really good question, too. Oh, I'm gosh. actually, like, really good. I like this. Do our ancestors take their sins with them in spirit, or are they released from them, from them on exit? Yes, they take everything that they were in life with them into death. They then get to decide what they want to do with it from that point. Yeah, I, I always say that uh, the moment that uh, that a spirit recognizes that it's dead, they, they, they have a time of, shed, of shedding. You know, they decide what they need to let go, what they want to keep, all that before being reborn again, before returning to this earth or to wherever they want to return, right? uh but yes they do take the things with them this is why you have so many hauntings for example uh, let's, let's, let's give you uh one of the best examples gettysburg you go to gettysburg and gettysburg is when where the yeah. where the civil war was what fought was fought and you still have spirits there that are attached to everything that they did that was a good question too they don't magically change once they pass over. Oh, no, at no, all. no. I will not become an angel when I die. Oh, no. <laughs> I think the earth will open up. But yeah, uh, please feel free to give us questions. We are more than happy and eager to answer them. I'm sure we have some in here. I am not seeing any that we haven't addressed. Well, my brother says hi, everyone. Hello. I think we did say hi. Yeah, we showed yeah, hi. Oh, okay. Hi. How was your mother? I don't want to talk about that now. Mm. Okay. Any more questions? Who do we got? Who do we got? What's oh. on TikTok? Uh, so, Dirty Feet says, thank you, Vlad. You did a reading for me on... Dirty Feet. PO and it was spot on. I don't, I, well, I'm happy that I was, well, this is going to sound arrogant. I know it was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. 
Yeah, so again, for the people that are asking me and sending me questions, psychic questions, we're not doing psychic readings today. We are actually doing Ask a Witch. Any kind of questions that is regarding spiritualism, witchcraft, <coughs> Wicca, <coughs> demonology, uh, necromancy, conjure, astrology, anything. Can you practice certain magic if you don't belong to the ethnicity? Oh, this is a, this is a touchy one. very touchy subject. Okay. So I'm going to give you my perspective, right? My perspective, like I said, yo soy boricua, yo soy puertorriqueño. Yo soy puertorriqueño. Drink water. <laughs> Coffee. In Puerto Rican? Yeah. Coffee, so what's your And, uh, this is uh, something that a lot of people will agree with me and a lot of people would not agree with me because I want to say that there's no consensus on this, really a real consensus. If you come to me and you want to try uh, to work with specific spirits that I work with, for example, uh, Seminismo, specifically when it comes to the Semis, the, the, the gods of the Taino, um, it's, you know, I can teach you. I can teach you. Anybody can teach you, for example, Santeria, Palomayombe, Yoruba, Loa. Are you going to go through the initiations? That's one. Second, are the spirits going to accept, accept you? That's two. Third, are you going to honor and respect those spirits? <coughs> so I want to say, yes, you can, as long as the spirit, the spirits accept you now, now. The problem that we have nowadays is that we have a bunch of people saying, I am this. Without any respect, they just claim it. That is the problem. I believe, my belief on it is you have to be, I want to say mentored by someone who is mentored. Like I, I won't necessarily say initiation unless it's a close tradition. But I will say it has to be somebody that is mentoring you that has the ability to do so. You can't just find something online and say, I'm this. You, know? oh, yeah, you yeah. can't just grab something that belongs to other people and just claim it as your own, like you were saying, because you yep. didn't earn that. And a weekend is not enough. <laughs> and it's not. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people who, you know, um, I'm going to, here we go. I'm going to get, I'm going to get this touchy, but you take hoodoo, for example. Okay, there's a lot of belief that you cannot practice hoodoo unless you are of African-American descent. I believe that to be true to the, for the most part, but not completely. Because I know a lot of people that are white that have been trained or that have been brought up in that culture that yeah. are able to practice that. Yeah. Because they were given, they have that right because they were brought up in that. Didn't just take it and say, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, that exactly. we don't, nobody gets to do that. I don't care where you're from. Exactly. See, and I really think there's a difference between learning because if they're saying, can you learn of any path? You can I learn. Do, I do think you can learn. I do think you can research and you can, you know, get knowledge. But as far as calling yourself a title, I do think it's a matter of respect that you follow the guidelines of whatever path, you know, you're trying to go into. It'd be respectful if you really want to be into that path. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I think knowledge is power. You should learn. Yeah. So someone is asking me here, uh, Viviana, 
or Vivian. I don't, I don't know Spanish or, or English. Uh, um, if you want a reading, you can always call them Mr. Krog, and we can get you set up with one of the practitioners here. Yep, absolutely. Okay. There's one there from uh, <coughs> uh, Sydney. I was, yep. Yeah. Um, she says she uh, basically. Wait, 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 wait. Is that Hello, Sydney. Hello, Sydney. Hello, Sydney. Um, says she's made up her own um, deities, and she was trying to figure out how to uh, uh, honor them and everything because they were made up. So she doesn't. She's not too sure how you would honor something she so, made up. So when when it comes to something like that, that actually has a name. It's not that you make made up a deity. You actually basically are either making an egregore or a servitor. Yes. Right. right? And and that's legitimate. Yes. Yeah. So this is why the, the, the Church of Spaghetti is so famous. <laughs> um, Meatballs are heavy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but remember, if this is something that comes from within you, this is something that you, you follow whatever it is that you feel. Nobody should tell you. If you created a, an egregore or a servitor, nobody should tell you what to do with it. You should create that you know, however and, you honor and, it. And also your senses will tell you. So like if you created this uh, egregore or servitor and all of a sudden you go in your house and where you have your deities and all of a sudden you smell cinnamon or you smell uh, cigarettes and you don't smoke, then something is telling you that your egregore or servitor is needing that as you, for you, since you created them, they want you to give them something in return. I do think it's important though, to like separate aggregors from servitors mm. because with the servitor, you know, you're creating that, you know, you're giving it life. So it's really you that is deciding, you know, all the factors around it. Right. But with aggregors is like the collective is mm -hmm. feeding that power. Like, the, like if a lot of people believe, and um, the Yorona, the crying lady and, you know, in my culture. And I think because so many people believe in that, it has almost given it a life of its own. Mm -hmm. And so that's an aggregate. But that's kind of a collective giving, feeding that life into being, you know, into that, that energy into being where you're, if you have your servitor, I mean, you're the one that's giving it life. You're giving it form. You're deciding this is what feeds it. This is what, you know. And sometimes they do take a life of their own, but you are the one that created it kind of thing. Like any thought form that you have made to go out there and do your will. Also, Sydney, that's quite a bit of the, a lot of basis in uh, chaos magic. Yes. Look into oh, that. Yes. Look into it. Yes. Uh, Bernadine says she has a goddess, Bernina. She rules her sewing machine. She gives her oil and cleans her often. She made her up and she does some great work for me. Makes my sewing effortlessly. Makes my sewing effortlessly. They are our gods. Give them things you enjoy and they'll tell you otherwise as you work with them. I need Bernadine, I want your goddess to yeah. come and work for me, please. Can, can we like can borrow her? <laughs> yeah. So I have another good question here. I know. We need to create one of those. Would angels work with you? If you also work with demons, <laughs> yes, yes, hell yeah, <laughs> you hell can yeah. have them right next to each other. They don't care. Oh yeah, 
you know, when 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 you look at uh, at angels and you look at demons, that it's again from my perspective as a demonologist, it's always going to be just one little difference. The angel will follow rules. The demon doesn't. The demon has free will. <laughs> That's the only difference. But if you actually look at the Solomonic symbols, when you look uh, uh, at the Goetia, right, uh, and you look at the angelic symbols, there's no difference. They look very similar. Well, I, I, they're opposite polarities of the same spectrum. So, yeah. I'm sorry. The demons are more fun. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Krista. Hi, Marva. Well, we kind of answered that, but we can go over it again. Uh, somebody, uh, Simply Lucian, uh, is asking, what is the difference between an egregore and a servitor? I think we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you can give your two cents on it. Uh, 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 for example, uh, for me, uh, an egregore is going to be somebody like Satan, right? Uh, because I don't believe in Satan. But that doesn't mean that Satan doesn't exist because of the collective Hello, of the Krista. Christian people. You know, they have created that entity with those attributes, right? Now, a servitor, I can get this spoon, right? And I can imbue this spoon as a servitor for healing. This is my servitor for healing. And every time I feed with this spoon, I'm giving myself healing. A servitor <clears throat> is always going to have a specific purpose always whether it's power healing to watch over you to guard something it's always going to have a more specific purpose but an egregore doesn't have to or don't have just one specific purpose it's a it's a part of of a belief for us krampus right we do know you know we don't we do not belong to that culture but for them that is something very real and, and again it would be so cool if that was real. Oh, hi, Blaine. But I think yes. enough people believe in it that it makes it real. That's yes. really what the yes. or, yeah. you know belief is, is that so many have that belief that it has made it be a real thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Shayla, I hope I said that right. Sorry if I didn't. Uh, she says, hello all. On the subject of deities, any experience and or advice on working with Tear slash Mars? So <laughs> we Mars, are right huh. there, right there. Mars is the planet of, it's the lesser malefic in astrology. Now, if you want to work with Mars, you're going to want to look into the mythology and what that means. Mars is action, passion, aggression. Um, it is war. basically the God of war. Mm -hmm. So working with that maybe you want to look at your life and see where you want to direct it and give it a purpose because if not there can be chaos oh uh, and you said i remember this this is for, so you could see i pay attention yeah uh if you are working with mars as a planet or a deity it's always good to have like like nice swords yes iron it, it, iron sword cactus anything that is ruled by mars is good to go on your altar and the symbolism of it. You see, I pay attention. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're learning, that's awesome. Yeah. Are demons and angels cordial with each other? 
Some of them are cordial with each other. Some of them are not. Again, it's just like us. You know, we can be cordial to people. Sometimes we, we're not, right? Uh, the belief that angels and demons are in this huge war is, a, is very Christian-based, right? It's like saying, uh, it's like saying that Anubis and Hades are fighting for the underworld. Does it make sense? No, it doesn't. But they can be cordial with each other. Yes, they can. I came across a few people here using meat for their candles. Why? Meat? Meat. For their candles. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's messy. I mean, maybe they were trying to bring life force into their spell. Um, Are we talking about like to add, like like making them? Uh, uh, I don't know. It doesn't specific. If, but if you're talking about using meat to incorporate with the candle when you're lighting the candle, that's most likely an offering. If not, I don't know. If you want to specify a little yeah, bit let, more, please specify. We we can answer that better. Because if you're looking for life force, honey works just as great. <laughs> you don't have the messy smell. But yeah, I guess it, it would depend. You could do it as an offering, or you yeah. could do it as an ingredient to work towards a certain spell. So, so it would just depend. Yeah, uh, um, um, Bernadine also says that uh, tear. Is Nordic, Mars is Roman, Tyr is about justice, Mars is about combat and war. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was another thing? Oh, yeah. Just more about that. Okay. Okay. So let's see. So Kelly says tallow fat. That's what I was assuming making them out of or adding to help them burn if well, you're into creating them. Um, there, um, yeah, they're using as candle magic, just as candle magic. It's not, uh, they're not making the candle. So they're using it as an offering? As, it's, it's an offering. It's candle magic. Or we're doing some good old rot work. It, yeah, it has to be the rot work, can, uh, an offering. This could be so many different things because, uh, uh, again, what kind of meat it was because the meat of a, of a cow is not the same thing of the meat of a pork. You know, it, it just depends yeah. on all those things. And also how it was slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have someone here, Joey Vargas, that says, I burned meat in the iron bowl as an offering. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, but this is a different person that was mm -hmm. Violet that was asking that question. Then I have Simply Lucian. I would like to work with Aphrodite, but concern she will dominate my life too much or get jealous. Aphrodite, that's, that's Venus. That's the energy of Venus, I know. Um, learn about the, the energies of Venus. And it's not like, if you work with a deity, it's not like they control everything. You can say no to a deity. Yeah. I, I think that's very important because, you know, a lot of times we, I hear things like people are um, worshiping. A deity and as a witch i don't worship deities i work with them i honor and venerate them but i don't worship them because then i'm 
giving, giving them too much power. power in my life and giving away too much of my own. So, you know, you never have to give away your power to anything, mm -hmm. especially to a deity. Yeah. You know, you ask them to help you or be with you, mm -hmm. but you can set your own boundaries. Yeah. yeah, boundaries. But then you have to also understand that, you know, there are deities. Let's see how I say this without. For example, you cannot work with a deity like, uh, for example, uh, Hecate, right? And then work with a deity that, for example, that is like, I want to say, like, very chaotic. Um, in my opinion, if you work with Hecate, you should not work with the Morrigan. Those two energies don't match, in my opinion, right? <clears throat> Anybody can have a different opinion with that. But, but, you know, depending on what is the other deity that you're working with or in what pantheon it is, then, you know, you should be able to always not look at yourself, but look at the two deities that you are trying to work with, even if they're in different pantheons. There is a question on... Facebook. Uh, yes. he hello, <laughs> of deities. Any experience? Uh, oh, that, that, okay. okay. So no. I have been told since long before I moved to my current home, there is a bad feeling about my home, and yet I haven't felt it. But others that have came here wind up with negative energies while they are <clears throat> like I don't get. The bad. Oh, I'm even. I'm not gonna finish that, but I'm gonna answer that real quick. Mm -hmm. This is one of your guardians. They they don't like the people that. Yeah, that are coming to your home. So if you're not feeling anything, but the other people are feeling it, then they're trying to tell you something, or they're trying to protect you, and basically just roll with it and just accept yep. it. If you don't feel it, this is your home. It's your energy, your space. If you feel good, you don't have to worry about it. That's why they say if you sage and somebody doesn't like it, it's probably because it's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, again, if you have any other questions, please feel free to ask those questions. We're waiting. Dead air. It's illegal. <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep up with all the comments. I know. I'm going through. I'm trying to figure it out, too. I'm like, wow. They're and not then, actually very many. And you have other people actually answering people's comments, too, on here. So I'm trying. Okay. I have another one here okay. that I actually skipped by mistake. Uh, are, are ETs considered deities or are they in a different category? Please answer that. I'll answer. <laughs> Is this we're going to Area Fifty One, aren't we? I don't know what you're talking about. Area Fifty One. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Um. So I don't see if if I look at as as uh, extraterrestrials, I don't see them as God. If they exist, that I do, and I do believe they exist, they are a different life form, not a god. Would I be a god to an ant? Or would I be a god to another human because I can do things that they cannot? No, it's just a different life form. 
Kelly wants to know how do you handle misconceptions or stereotypes about paganism? First of all, you teach. If there's a misconception, you just tell them what's wrong with how they believe. Or just live your life and you'll be an example. I mean, I'm I'm a pagan and I'm fine. And my neighbors all know about it, but they're LDS and they know we're, we're strange and they're kind of, you know, it's, they really don't care. They just don't care. And they actually came to our store and they were like looking around and kind of curious. If you live your life as an example, you could be the seed that has been planted. Once they see we don't eat children. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. don't. <laughs> I do think that if, you know, if you feel like <clears throat> share with them something so that they at least take something away, you know, and have a better understanding of what it is. Because most people just you know, believe what they hear. And a lot of misinformation out there says that, you know, we're devil worshipers or, you know, whether or not we are. 666 is coming. <laughs> not all of us are. <laughs> Plus, Kelly, we're doing a food drive and a blanket drive at the at our shop so that we can be witches helping the homeless. Come donate. So we have another question, you know, uh, this person says it's a continuation of the question. I have bad energy. I have a bad energy feeling, but only about one area of the home. So, you know, cleanse it, right? Right. You know, cleanse it. I would say not cleanse it. Don't cleanse it with uh, sage. With sage. We were, uh, yeah, we were just talking about that while you were gone. Different ways to cleanse. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you want to comment on that? So, well, we were talking about music. Bells. Oh yeah. Laughter even is a good one. Florida um, water. Florida water. If well, if salt I was, water. If if we were going to use a uh, a planet to cleanse, what would be a good planet for that? Depends Wait. on what type of cleansing you want. Negative do. negative energy. Well, it can be Mercury. It could be Mars. It, it depends on what type of negative okay. energy it is okay. and what the kind of effect you want to have. Okay. So. Somebody also says, what was the other stuff that we used to cleanse other than sage and Palo Santo? Mm -hmm. Oh, um, rosemary. Rosemary, yes. Yeah, uh, depending one. if I feel like it's more of a psychic thing, you know, because there is energy in your home and there's also, you, you have to have your psychic hygiene, right? And and, and I believe water is great for that. Um, uh, mugwort and juniper. Uh, sweetgrass is also a good another good cleanser. Mm -hmm uh if you are wanting to cleanse and banish i would use uh maybe benzoin and copal i would use camphor 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 is great garlic uh, yeah. garlic so those are heavy duty though camphor and garlic are really heavy duty um salt water like i was saying um florida oh. water is a really good one that also smells yeah. good in your home vinegar 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 yes ammonia yep Ugh. a little bit of ammonia goes a long way be careful with that one yeah, yeah i know <sighs> Vinegar, I know. I, made a I use I, I use ammonia a lot. Vinegar also is going to stick around for a and, minute. And so for careful. those who don't believe it, you know what's also very good for cleansing? <coughs> pine salt. Oh, I use yeah, that's what I, I use. I love pine salt. Pine salt has been one of the strongest spiritual cleansers for a very long time. Yeah. You know, I don't know another one that's actually really good for cleansing that most people would not use or think of. Urine. Oh yeah, urine. Urine is also a good cleanser and also to establish. Oh yeah, your this is yep. how do you this use Florida water? 
or the water you would want to spray in your area. Yeah. You would want to, you know, spritz it around or you could wipe things down with it. Don't do wood. It will damage your wood. Okay. I have another question here. I just nodded for the small answer. Uh, I heard when you work with demons, they like to eat your energy. Thoughts. I don't think so. I mean, it could happen if you don't set good boundaries. That's a very good point. Boundaries. And also when you're working with demons, it's like working in... I'm going to give you an example when it comes to the Orishas and I'm not, and again, I am not initiated. I'm not a Palero. I'm not a Santero. I'm not a Babalao. But when I was walking that path to see if I would become one, um, one of the things that those kinds of spirits do is actually take your life force because if you don't attend to them, because they are very, uh, um, Let's just say they're, very, they're not needy, but they're very dead. Like you say, you're going to give them something. They want it. They want it. If you don't give it to them, they will take it. From <laughs> yes. You. you have, yes. you have offered yes. and they will take so it. So on when it comes to demons, if you're working with the demon, you need to feed them. You need to give them their offerings. You need to give them their things. If you don't, you know, there's definitely going to be a consequence. And again, I'm not saying that, oh my God, demons are coming after you. No. It's going to be kind of a reminder, like, hey, you told me this, you didn't do it. Now, that doesn't mean, okay, don't ever, don't ever give your blood. Never mm. give your blood because they will come back for more. Mm -hmm. Period. They will yeah. come back for more. Yes. It's Christian here. I work with different deities I've associated to signs. Okay. All right. That's cool. Let's see. Jessica says, how do you use Florida water? I What's answered that one already. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. That was well, I, I, I use Florida water in different ways. Not only spray it. No, no, no. You can use it in floor washes. You can yeah, use it floor in washes, all kinds of things. Uh, in your doors, you can put on, 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 a, on a cloth. You can wash your door. Yeah, we use Florida water when we leave the uh, graveyards. We wipe our hands yeah. down with Florida water just to, to leave the graveyard after we've gone through it. So Violet says, why not use sage? What? Why, why not, not use sage? Because it's endangered and a lot of the native people, um, you know, use it in their practice. And so we just try to be respectful. So, yeah, one of the things is that a lot of Native Americans have asked us to stop using sage. Not because uh, of, of, you know, yeah, because it's endangered, well, that's one. But also because, you know, when they were using it, basically the white men told them not to because of Christian. Right. But that's white sage, right? That's white, white sage. sage. Yeah. That's white sage. Now there's many kind of different sage. You have blue sage, green sage, brown sage. That 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 would be different. But again, when it comes to sage, I'm talking about more about the properties of of sage. Hell, if you want to use sage, come to my house. There's a whole bunch in my backfield. You can use all you want over there. <laughs> so Just sage, come and grab it. So sage uh, will clear everything. Yep. The good, the bad. The ugly, yeah. everything is going to be gone, right? And it's going to leave an empty space, right? Now, when it comes to negative energies, if it is just energy, you need to clear it out and then you have, you have to invite something in. But a lot of people try to remove demons, spirits with sage, and that is not going to remove a spirit. It will not. Also, you know, I, I like you were saying, you know, you want to maybe cleanse the area with a different type of smoke 
maybe rosemary or something. And then you can use the sage if you want to create a sacred space, mm -hmm. you know, to draw in that sacred space or, you know, whatnot, but you're not going to, it's not going to be your go-to for cleansing. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. How about how is your uh, what is your opinion on Himalayan salt lamps for cleansing and keeping the space cleansed? Uh, Himalayan salt lamps. They're all right. I don't I mean they're salt. I don't Salt's see that they have a huge effect. They're pretty. I like them on. I like them. Well, I, I would say that it also depends on your intention yeah. and also that what where you have them. I, mean, I, I, I would not use uh, it. I think, like you just said, though, the intention. It's whatever you you can use almost right. anything yeah. if you put your intentions into it and you really believe, then you are going to make something work. Yeah, I've used salt for my thresholds, salt in general. Yeah. So, I we mean, have salt lamps. I enjoy yeah. them. No, no, they're, they're great. I just I don't. Them. If you I love the them. They're great for ionizing the room them in the right place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have someone said that a ghost shadow kept appearing in my pics. I wonder why. Kept changing forms and clothes. Uh, for this, you will have to get a, a, a psychic reading with someone that you trust, mm -hmm. right? Because this is not a question that, you know, from the, from the, from the perspective of witchcraft, we can answer. Can oregano remove curses? Oregano? Yeah, you can add it. Uh, you can add it, but oh, not by itself. No, not by itself. Oil is really good for colds. It removes. Something. Oh yeah, but no, not alone. It's not great alone. for spaghetti. <laughs> I love it in spaghetti. Oh, it's it's great for you in general. When we're talking no, about, I love it. Somebody says I always give my blood. When we're talking about blood, we're talking about demons specifically, mm -hmm. and other spirits that are that could be a little bit aggressive. You should not give your blood to. Mainly As an offering they, to your deity, possibly. Yeah. But you have to be very careful and specific with that. Yeah. Mainly because they might want you to keep continue to do that, and you're not gonna want to keep having to. That's not gonna be very good for you. <laughs> okay, Kelly wants to know: Are there particular books, resources, or teachers that have had a significant impact on your spiritual journey? Many. Many. So many. I, 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 oh yeah, go ahead. I just don't think you can get all the knowledge from one book. You have oh, to. absolutely not. You know, there there are so many that have impacted my life personally, but I just feel like not, I couldn't say just one. So for me, life has been my teacher, and with astrology, I learn every day. Everyone sees me read every single day, even though they say I know astrology, but I will never know enough. So life is the teacher and just go moving forward and learning more every day is how we all grow. I think the biggest teacher I've ever had and since I started this journey. Oh, thank you. Is <laughs> I was going to say. No, 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 no. I'm joking. <laughs> I know. No, no. Is my wife and Vlad here. I've taken the classes that he's teaching, teached, and I've been with the classes that my wife taught and all of her different spells that she's done and and helped her and worked her with it my knowledge has just been you know increased more and more by just hanging out with these two so i i really you know enjoy that's just because we're always talking shit. 
Tabitha is amazing too, but she just is fun just to tease. I know. <laughs> fine. So if I had a author, there would probably be two that I would say help to help me. Um, one of them is Star Cassis. Um, I love anything that she has to write. She's incredible. And another one would be Jason Miller. Those would be two big ones for me. For me, I got to get credit to my grandparents, both sides. Um, uh, one side teach me more about spiritualism than the other, but uh, my grandparents, they, they, they had a big influence on, on, on me. In terms of books, I don't usually follow authors. I really don't. Because somebody can tell me, oh, this book is so good. And it was written by a certain author and he's amazing. I read the book and I'm like, I don't like it. <clears throat> because it doesn't resonate with me. Right? Um, um, again, I, I just believe that knowledge in general is always going to be a good thing. We have something on Facebook there. What is it, babe? No, Bernardine says um, Gerald Gardner witchcraft for today i have read all his books i do i am a little biased there though <laughs> i do like gerald Gardner, scott cunningham all of those all the wicked ones oh wicked there we go again all the wicked all the wicked ones yeah all right where are oh, my my favorite oh, is, uh, i think it's <laughs> carla <laughs> says mm -hmm. i had a best friend chris there it is passed away two years ago I had a dream. He was standing by my bed. Wanted a hug. Uh, i wondering if he is needing something. Asking Brandy McGill, Vlad, or Tabitha. Again, for this, you will have to get again, a reading. Once again, this is a spiritual thing. Yes. We're here asking a wish. Yeah, but, like, uh, you, you will have to get a reading for this. Um, um, that way you can... Um, Be sure, but usually when you know somebody like a friend or a family member shows up in a in, in you know in a dream or or by your bed, they usually have a message for you. Yeah. Right? So uh, let's see. I think this would be pretty interesting if we could switch this around, like do this the next time as a psychic thing where you can you know, they could just give you we questions. Do. Like, you know, like, we do. Okay. They do yep. Psychic panel. Psychic, okay. Yeah, we do yep. that. My father saw a dark shadow. Okay, no, I already... No, I didn't. My mm. father saw a dark shadow next to me and died two days later. Was that my mom? Again, that's a psychic question. And you would need to get a reading or, you know, for us to be in tune to answer that. It's possible. But it's, yeah, definitely possible. Is... <clears throat> oh Ezekiel, biblical figure, consider an ascendant master or guide. Okay, I will answer. I have no clue. So Ezekiel. Ezekiel, if we look uh, at spiritualism from the New Age perspective, Ezekiel would be considered an ascendant master. Okay. In terms of brujeria, he's a saint. Okay, in terms of witchcraft, I would not assign him any of those titles. 
Now, can it be your personal guide? It could be. Oh, this is an interesting one. And I think that, uh, well, advice on how to consecrate a ritual dagger. How to consecrate it? Yeah. A couple of different, I mean, many ways. There's a lot of ways to do that. You could consecrate it with fire, with mm -hmm. smoke. You could bury it. You could obviously, you know, create an entire ritual around it to enact it. <clears throat> you could use spiritual oils. Yeah, that, I think that that would depend more in what kind of ritualistic, per, what, what would be the ritualistic purpose or the purpose of the dagger? For example, is the dagger going to be for working with the dead? Is the dagger is going to be used as a wand? Is the dagger is going to be used for sacrifices? Is the dagger is going to be used for directing energy? What would be the purpose of the dagger? Because if it is the, if it is for the dead, graveyard dirt would be the yeah, perfect exactly. way. To, perfect. Perfect way. Or bones. Uh, but 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 again, it depends what you're going to use the dagger for. You're welcome, Natty. Anybody else on Facebook? Thoughts on Metatron. I keep hearing he is not an angel, but a technology. Oh, my. Okay. I'm, I'm not, not going to react. I'm not taking this. Message. I'm not going to react. So um, this is kind of interesting <laughs> because we, 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 are, we are going to mix with this a little bit of high magic and also uh a, a little bit of angelology okay so angelology for those who don't know angelo angelology is basically the study of uh of, of <laughs> the study of angels so enoch enoch you can read the book of enoch because there is something about the book of enoch that the, and it's also there's, there's something called enochian magic and it's basically high magic right so if you read the book with Enoch, you're going to realize and you're going to understand and learn that Enoch is Metatron. Enoch transformed itself not into an angel, but into an archangel. Okay? Explain the difference. Okay. An angel, it's... This is a hierarchy, right? In angelology, you have your cherub, uh, your cherubs, right? And those are in angelology the angels or archangels that are closer to god right then you have your archangels that those the ones that we know of you know it's archangel michael gabriel raphael all those right all the ninja turtles <laughs> right <laughs> um then then you have your angels that is like guardians guys protectors and again it, this is if you work with angels Right. Do you have to be Christian to work with angels? Actually, no. Why? Because there's even an epithet of Hecate that is very angelic and works specifically with angels. Okay? So just to let you know. Okay? So there is a difference, and it's, it's going to be the hierarchy. Right? Every time that the Christian God, right, uh, uh, Yahweh, I'm not talking about the Elohim because it's not Elohim, it's Yahweh. When Yahweh sends something, it will send an archangel, not an angel. Yes, he was the person that became an angel. Yeah, Enoch. It's not hi, a technology, Brenda. okay? Yeah, sorry. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying hi to Brenda. Oh, okay. So, you're welcome, Joey. 
Uh, Kelly says they do the blessing of the steel a few times a year for their kindred. The what? I'm sorry. The blessing of the steel. Oh. As in yeah. anointing the yeah. dagger. Do you guys have an, um, a uh, branch of your kindred in this area? I don't know. I am. Yeah. I was asking Kelly if they do. Okay. People are laughing about Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So what is your what are your thoughts? Because somebody mentioned someone, uh, somebody mentioned Toth here, or Toth, however you want to pronounce it. Um, Toth, Toth, Toth. It's Toth. Yeah. And anybody has Ninja any thoughts? On, no, no, no. On who? No. Toth. It's the Egyptian uh, god of knowledge, okay. basically. The uh, the supposed guardian of the emerald chaplets. Oh, Just that's cool. I see it. I mean, I can see that. He's a god of knowledge, so he yeah. does guard wisdom. Oops. Kayla, we are doing ask a witch questions. Yes. Not psychic questions, but ask a witch. So ask your questions because, uh, again, soon we are going to be ending the podcast. We might stay a, just a little bit longer with the questions, but if you have any questions, it would be nice if you ask them now. Yes, bring us your questions. <laughs> Wah, ah, ah. Oh, okay. What? That's what you're talking about. Okay. So uh, I have Natty here that is saying, you know, like uh, uh -oh, Toad. Lost it. Toad. Lost it. Uh, yeah, the camera is off. Maybe the. Maybe the battery went dead. The computer. I don't know. So. Um, yeah, when we look at that belief that Toad is also Metatron, is in, for me, for at least for my belief and my perspective, is incorrect. Right, Toad and Metatron are two different things. They're separate. Right. It's dead. Uh oh. It's dead. Uh, um, go to your phone and put your phone on. On uh, yes, on. Live. On live on your phone. My phone is right there. Uh, oh, right here. Uh, but right. there's also the belief that the yeah, he is Mercurian that mm -hmm. he is, is you know, light? because it connects to Mercury because of the knowledge, communication, That's holding true. all that knowledge, no, that is accurate. Yes, Mercury and I have to look more into it. I, I did read something about that a few weeks ago, but that's another rabbit hole that I'm waiting <laughs> to go down. For yeah. Right rabbit now I have fun. other things. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Yes. So again, have you got, okay, have any of us experienced, this is, this is going deep into a, 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 another aspect of things, the Merkaba. The what? Merkaba. What's that? Nobody knows what the Merkaba is? Okay. I don't know what that is. So. Sorry guys, computer died. Uh, so, next time we need to get an extension cord to keep yeah, it plugged. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. 
uh, I do not, you know, when it comes to the Merkaba, I connect the Merkaba a, a lot with, uh, with sacred geometry, right? When it comes to the, you know, the, the seed of life, the flower of life, all that, right? Uh, I have not experienced it myself because I'm not a follower. I'm not, not, not necessarily, I'm not a believer. That doesn't mean it's not real. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? But I have not experienced, but I do know what it is. Okay. Oh, you're gonna stand there and do it for us. I have to. I can't even turn the phone. Oh shoot! You can't turn the phone. It won't let me. But can you put the phone like resting over there and just move one of the microphones, maybe, so you can sit? But you know, master numbers or angel numbers. Why do I feel like I'm being blasted by them? So I don't want to sound judgmental with this. I don't. I don't believe in angel numbers, right? Master numbers, numerology, that's a different thing, right? Usually, uh, when it comes to numerology, numbers have a significance. And when they usually see them repeatedly, it's because there's definitely a message that is correlating specifically when it's with, 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 with an aspect of your life or when a specific situation of your life, okay? And I'm just going to give you one example. Number one, that is a beginning, but it's a beginning like uh, like if you were a baby, right? 1111 or 11 is going to be also the same thing. Now, when we have a number three, a number three is kind of a new beginning, but the continuation of something is like I have reached the gold and I keep moving. Yeah, okay. You can't see that? No, is it on there? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, we can see it, but you can't see it up. No, that's fine. Oh, the, 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 you don't yeah, have to see me. I'm fine. <clears throat> Yeah, it won't turn it that way. I became a <laughs> once and I was able to leave my body. Okay. We lost all of Yeah, we lost yeah. Our, uh, Well, we have yeah. two. Yes. Hi guys. <laughs> we, we had technical difficulty. Yeah, technical problems yeah. here. So, should we. Maybe we should end it. End it? Yeah. So, do, what are the things that we have happening this week? This week, we have our Night of Hecate on Thursday at 7.30. That is a free event where we will be honoring and doing a ritual for our goddess Hecate. Yes. Um, so you're welcome to come to that. And we have Saturday at 5 p.m. We are doing our uh, gratitude dinner, which is a potluck. Um, where there will be a small ritual with that where we will be doing, you know, basically a turkey dinner uh, for the community and for each other. So come out and join us for that at 5 o'clock. And that's all we have this week. Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. I think from now on that we just make sure everything's plugged into the actual power cord. Yeah. So we don't kill everything. Yeah. I yeah. Way too many things in my computer. Yeah. <laughs> so for everybody in the podcast that is listening to us, uh, thank you for following us. Yep. And uh, we'll see you next. Well, you'll hear us next week. Enjoy this one, Chucker. <laughs> yeah, Gordon. You go, Gordon. For all